Welcome to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Hi, it's Brenda. We have a little bit of theology today, but I promise you it is really practical and I think you're going to find it pretty interesting. The title that Jesus has, Savior and Lord, we're going to discuss that and take a deeper look at what those words actually mean. I want to say to you that, honestly, it's not Savior and Lord, according to Scripture. It is Lord and Savior. Lord is before Savior. Most followers of Jesus have heard the dignified title, Savior and Lord. Well, I would like to suggest something about it. Of course, it is true that Jesus is Savior and Lord, but let's consider two things. First, from the beginning, way back the beginning, before anything was created, Lord is before Savior. And second, for every sincere Christian who lives their faith with resolve, consistency, and passion— This title starts to flip around from Savior and Lord, definitely to Lord and Savior. I would like to quote from a previous article. It's called Character Matters. You might want to take a look at it. It has a lot of really great thoughts and meditations about how character in everyday life truly still matters. But here's the quote. When first century Christians chose to follow Christ, they knew that they were giving their entire life up to a Savior and Lord. There was no question or debate if Jesus would occupy both those roles in their life. They acknowledged they no longer belonged to themselves. They were bought at a high price with Jesus' blood on the cross. From 1 Corinthians 6, verse 20. Going forward, they were prepared to be a living sacrifice, dead to self and alive to Christ. From Romans 12, 1. They also knew that their decision for Christ could mean their capture, likely their torture, and possibly death. That was their reality. Fully informed and aware of the risks, they still made their commitment to Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. It was unthinkable to these pioneers of faith to separate Christ's rightful title, Savior and Lord. They believed accurately, according to Scripture, that this holy, honorable title cannot be separated. To take that little title apart actually desecrates the nature of God. The perspectives and non-debatable commitment, we would call that the no-brainers, of early believers to Jesus Christ are basic teachings of Scripture. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, verse 8. That means that He is still Savior and Lord. He bears one all-inclusive title 
that cannot be dissected or separated. But the title is really flipped. Truly, Jesus' title is Lord and Savior. Lord is before. In fact, the first Christians would have also said, Lord is before. Their life response was to an incredibly powerful Lord first, who chose to become their loving Savior. That's what made their decision so definitive and why they were willing to die for Him right out of the gate. Nowadays, it has become commonplace for people to trust Jesus as Savior and Lord. Many don't consider that that title actually does include both positions in their lives. Sadly, some pick Savior and drop Lord. They want to be their own master. The interesting part about this disregard for Jesus' Lordship and His well-known title is this. Scripture doesn't ever refer to Jesus as Savior and Lord. Ever. I couldn't find it anywhere. If you find that hard to believe, do a word search for exact words. Many translations use both terms in the same sentence or the same paragraph all throughout the books of the Bible. But the term that is coined and used together is the flip, Lord and Savior. And even more interestingly, this term is used only by Peter in his second epistle. You know, Peter just had a knack for saying it. He's the disciple who denied Jesus when the test came on the night before the cross. This fisherman disciple rose out of that failure, however, to become the rock that Christ foretold he would become in his kingdom. Jesus had renamed Simon as Peter, which means rock. He did this after Peter profoundly identified who Jesus is. Jesus had asked his disciples who people say he is. After they threw out several names and options, Peter jumped in with both feet and boldly said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. From Matthew 16, verse 16. Jesus responded with something very revealing about Peter. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. It's verse 17. Jesus was publicly affirming Peter's ability to see what God reveals. With this in mind, it's exceedingly interesting that it is Peter who identifies Jesus' title in the order that it belongs, Lord and Savior. The only places in Scripture that that title is used is 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 11, chapter 2, verse 20, chapter 3, verse 2, and chapter 3, verse 18. Peter is the only person 
in Scripture who says it like it really is. This simple fisherman made remarkable observations and drew brilliant conclusions. As things pertain to Jesus, the Christ, Peter got it. And he still has the honor of having the only book in God's Word to use Christ's official title in the right order. Further, he is the only man recorded in Scripture to walk on water, except Jesus. Interesting, isn't it? So what does Lord is before actually mean? Jesus, Son of God, has been Lord before time ever began. It would be accurate to say that the great God, the Lord over all, the great Creator, became a Savior to people through Jesus Christ, like the early Christians believed. So, the picture is this. The greatest of all lords ever in the history of the world, the one who made all things, becomes Savior, servant, and sacrifice. That is what Lord is before means. We're going to spend a minute or two and talk about a willing captive. That's not very common. Most of the times, captives are not very willing. But in Scripture, there is an excellent application of willing captive. It's a very rich meaning for every person who trusts Jesus for salvation and forgiveness of sins. As that person yields increasingly to Christ in every detail of their daily living, they see a unique phenomenon becoming their own intimate reality. The rich understanding of who Jesus really is, without doubt, is responsible for their fierce commitment to Him. Like Peter, they get it, and they become a willing captive. Check out Psalm 68, verse 18, to get a peek at people eagerly running to get their spot in the train, the parade of the conqueror. Their mind is made up. Is yours? When you agree that Lord is before and live submitted to Jesus as Lord, He keeps saving you in all details of your daily living. You change. As Lord first, He saves you continually from the bondages, the patterns, habits, and the woundedness of life. By correctly responding to Jesus' title, in the fear of the Lord, you become free and powerful to be the person that God created. When a Christian clicks, secures, locks into place the shape of their life into the eternal receiving shape of the Lordship of Jesus, they change. They are transformed. In a kind of lock and load way, this is where a believer is transformed. They become a new creation. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Here are a few questions for you to think about in application. Lord is before. Is that statement true in your life? Is he Lord before everything else in your life? What do you need to surrender to him to make that true? Have you given every detail of your life to Christ and become a living sacrifice? This is Brenda. I believe it. Lord is before. Have a great week exploring how to make that your reality in every detail of every day. God bless you. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.